Hello guys and welcome back for another podcast episode. This one is juicy. We are going in. Okay, so I want to speak to you calling ourselves out and I genuinely feel like this is one of the most powerful skills we can have as a human being that so many people do not have the capability to do and this is because like I've mentioned on a previous episode, lying to ourselves that's the easiest fucking person to lie to you because we're not going to do it unless we're benefiting from it, right? So we don't care about lying to ourselves because we're going to benefit from it, right? We're not going to do it unless we are gaining. Therefore, it's easy. So that's why we have an inability to call ourselves out on our bullshit unless we develop this mindset of wanting to be the best version of ourselves, having a growth mindset and maintaining that growth mindset, which is the hardest thing, the maintenance. It's all good to have the charisma and the drive and motivation in the get-go, in the beginning. But once that all fades, what are you actually going to do? How are you actually going to move? So it's that dedication and commitment to a growth mindset. So within this, I want to speak to the little white lies we tell ourselves. For example, so many of us, and I'm actually going to ask you this now, do you believe yourself to be a liar? Just have a think and answer yes or no for me. The fact of the matter is, unless you have actually paid conscious awareness to this concept of self and to the fact you probably are a liar, the truth is you probably are, even if you're not admitting it. So think of all the white lies you tell people every single day, the white lies you tell yourself every single day. When someone asks how you've eaten, you miss out all the snacks because you do, you have hold guilt and shame around it and you don't want to admit it. When someone asks how your workout went, you just say yes instead of being like, oh, I didn't end up doing it in the minute. Um, in the end, I couldn't be bothered. When someone asks how you're feeling, how your relationship's going, how work went today, all of those little white lies, they compound And one, it makes us a liar, and that's an identity that so many people disown, even though it's truth. Two, it also causes us to lose self-trust, because although we're lying, we subconsciously know that we can't trust ourselves because we actually don't tell the truth. And this can come into play with so many things. A lot of people believe themselves not to be judgmental. I've had this with nearly all of my one-to-one clients around are you a judgmental person? And their straight away instinctual answer is, no, of course I'm not. Of course I'm not a judgmental person. In reality, the only reason we fear something is because we are that thing. If you're not playing into the narrative, if you're not in that realm of being, you probably won't worry about it because it's not even in your mind. Your brain doesn't have capacity for it. So therefore, when people are so stressed about fearing judgment, it's probably because you're a fucking judgmental person yourself. And again, this is where we come back round and something I want to speak to in this episode actually is investigating your triggers. So for example, I used to fear judgment so much. 
so, so much. I was so scared of judgment and it was something I really had to transcend. And part of transcending that fear was stopping being judgmental myself. Like I was so scared of being judged for how I looked and for my weight. And then I realized, oh my goodness, Charlotte, when you see someone in the street, you judge their appearance in your head as they walk past. And it was like the first thing I saw was how big I thought someone was, the clothes I thought someone was wearing, what they looked like, how I thought someone's hair was done, if their makeup looked good or bad in my opinion. I was so judgmental around physical appearance and that is why I couldn't hold space for my own physical appearance. So when people are saying you need to investigate your triggers, you really do. They are such a powerful asset and I believe triggers to be one of our most powerful assets because they are truly such an amazing facilitator for growth. They're literally a free fucking coach, right? Like, A lot of the time we pay for coaches and in the end it's not actually their wisdom or knowledge that we're craving that we desire. It's actually their energy, the space they hold for us, the shadows they see for us, the shit they call us out on that we're too afraid to call ourselves out on. So when we're looking at triggers, I want you to start seeing your triggers as a coach, right? Start seeing them as, okay, this is my coach, what's it teaching me? what is this trigger telling me about myself? Why can't I regulate my nervous system when this happens? And it happened to me last night, right? I got massively triggered. Actually, not massively at all. Really not massively. But basically, as I'm becoming, as I'm coming back to my authentic core, and it's really sad because, you know, this is why we stray from our authenticity is because it's disowned and judged and hated on in the first place but the more and more I'm coming back to my authentic core on Instagram to my bold messaging to my direct self the more vulnerable and open I am to hate to bitchiness to negative comments and last night someone accidentally replied to my story and sent it to me rather than to whoever it was meant to go to And that really fucking hurt at first. I was like, (gasps) like my chest went tight. I went into panic mode. I was like, oh my God, they don't like me. They think I'm a weirdo, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it really fucking hurt. It really, really hurt because all I'm trying to do is put my message out there, build a business, put love into the world, help people work through stuff I've I've worked through like anything I put on my Instagram it's only ever said from a place of love and from a place of wanting to help people and whether that's done through directness and harshness or through love and light like it's all relative to whatever my audience needs right and it's like follow me if it resonates and helps unfollow me if it doesn't and I think there's certain levels with this. There's definitely people I've unfollowed in the past and then I've recently refollowed them because I've up-leveled and now their content really serves me, whereas it used to really trigger old me. So I think there's a big piece to be said in this around accessing discernment to anybody in your life, actually, and also to yourself. And I'd never heard of this phrase before, so I just want to speak to it a little bit. And it's like, when you see something, you have to be, you have to access whether it's 
something you want to listen to, whether it's something that can resonate for you and benefit you. And something that goes hand in hand with this is when you're seeing this information, seeing people act how they act, react how they act, how they react, is having the most generous assumption of the individual. So when somebody acts triggered towards you, bitches about you, or when somebody posts online and you see it and it triggers you, have the most generous assumption of everybody that comes into your life, right? People are only ever doing the best they can with what they have in that moment. That's true. And you can take that to whatever extent you like. And that phrase has helped me move through a lot of hair and transcend a lot of pain. So if that phrase is going to help you as well, please take it. But having the most generous assumption of people and then accessing discernment as to whether what they've said or done serves you is the way to go when you're grown. And that's what I do now. Like anytime anyone slightly triggers me or I see something that I don't necessarily agree with, I'm like, one, this person is only doing the best they can with what they have or they're trying to do really, really good and coming from a place of love. And two, it's my responsibility and my decision to access discernment around this and be like, okay, does this serve me or can I just leave this here? And that gets to be perfect and that gets to be true in itself, right? So it's like, where are you allowing yourself to be triggered? And I really want to call you out now, if it's taking you to the extent of seeing something on social media and having to send a message to someone about it, to bitch about that person, you really need to go inside and be like, why the fuck is this triggering me so much? Because the likelihood is you're sending that thing to somebody else to seek comfort to drop into victimhood. And I know this person was with me, it was definitely like I saw a massive drop into victimhood. And it's it's funny because it's like my messaging and the message I received by accident, it's like what I'm trying to say in that story was exactly what you needed to hear. And one day they're probably gonna hear it again and be able to be like, Ooh, I'm at a level now where I can actually take that and learn from it. This story that was replied to was the one around the standard of your life directly correlates to the level of your self-worth. And it's like, obviously, I'm not talking about starving children, people in third world countries. But the likelihood is, if you're watching my Instagram stories, you're in a first world country with a fucking iPhone paying for your monthly phone bill. The likelihood is the standard of your life is directly correlating to your self-worth and there comes a piece of accessing discernment and the funny thing is I have clients who are going through really fucking shitty times with uncontrollable situations that they have no control over what is happening to them and they still read my content and say, yeah, do you know what? I can have responsibility around raising the standard of my life. Yeah, I can have responsibility around how I feel on a day-to-day basis, even though potentially a loved one's got a terminal illness or 
they have. So there comes a point where it's like, I am going to take this self-responsibility to access discernment and either this doesn't serve me, what can I take from this that does serve me or this really fucking serves me and I want to go deeper. And that's down to you. And people love to fall victim to their triggers and make it out that other person's bad. And that's because they're seeking comfort or you're seeking comfort in the people that you're going to when you're triggered, right? And I did it last night when this happened. I messaged my best friends and I was like, guys, I'm really upset, like this has happened. And I was on FaceTime to my boyfriend. He was like, Shaw, like, no, why are you giving this time and energy? Like, no, like you don't need to message your friends. Like that's just playing victim to the situation. And at the time that is not what I needed to hear. But now I can reflect on that and be like, yeah, I did not need to give that any time and energy. And this is a whole lesson in itself that I can look out of. Why did that message trigger me? Why did that message make me doubt my content, my self-worth, my likability? But it did. And that's helpful for me. And that's a lesson in itself. And this is why you can start to find gratitude in everything. As I could look at that and fall victim to that trigger in that situation and be like, fuck, someone sent me a bitchy message about myself and about my purpose and about the thing that I try and put so much love and effort to you. And do you know what's even more hilarious is this message was in reply to a free masterclass. I'm not even asking for money, for finances from what I'm teaching. It's literally a free hour of value that people can choose to come to or not come to. So for me, I could have really played victim to that and been like, oh, I'm just trying to offer free value and teach people stuff and help people and blah, 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 and all the things. Or I could be like, mm, delete, block, or just delete, leave it, you know? Because it's like, when you have un- have built unshakable self-worth and you have worked through your triggers, you would be at a point to just see that message and, and feel nothing because you have regulated your nervous system so, so well. So I know that my trigger last night of having a tight chest, having a bit of anxiety, having sadness, that's like, ooh, okay, why did that trigger me? And I can go deeper now in connection to self. So I'm actually grateful for that trigger. And this is how I see those triggers as a coach is like, okay, my coach has just pulled me up on something here. What's this telling me about my level of growth? And how's this showing me that I can just go deeper? So I want you to just look at where you're being triggered right now in your life. And it can even come down to these really normal things of like, if your car breaks down and your nervous system goes through the roof and you're like, fuck, how am I going to pay for this? Ah, la, 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 la. Like that could be so many issues and I wouldn't know unless I worked one-to-one with you, but it could be like you have no self-trust to make it work with finances. You have a shitty relationship with money. You have no self-worth. So you think that bad things always happen to you and your baseline standard is just expecting bad shit. Like that could be showing you so many different pointers around yourself and it's down to you to take responsibility for which one it might be. 
So triggers really are a powerful asset. And what I like to do when I'm triggered is journal. So just journal and be like, what is this telling me? What is this bringing awareness to you? Find the root cause and then meditate on it. Because honestly, the real win in life, I believe, is the ability to have a calm nervous system around everything. And I've really found this is like, as we're growing up, when we're at the start of this self-development journey, we get attached to the vision boards and we think, you know, the goal is the holidays and the travel and the Mercedes and the the bank account and the partner and the whatever and all of that is amazing. But I think once you get to a certain point in this personal development journey, you realise that the most fucking valuable gift it gives you is the ability to always maintain a calm nervous system. And when you can hold yourself in that, it's so fucking special. And it's a real beauty in life that no one teaches you is so valuable. And I think that's because there's so much generational trauma that really only a fair few people have been so dedicated to their journey that they can have this regulated nervous system around things. And that can allow me to speak to catastrophization of like, I used to really be a victim to this. If one thing happened, I'd be like, I don't know, I'd make like dropping the milk that morning mean that no one loved me and my boyfriend was going to break up with me and all my friends hate me and I'm going to lose my job and I've got no money and I don't, I'm not talented. Like catastrophization comes from a place of trauma and your triggers can really lead you, lead you to catastrophizing things. So also bring awareness to that next time you're triggered. Be like, am I actually addressing the problem here? Or am I just letting this trigger run the whole fucking show and allowing every single negative belief I've had about myself to play out? So I really hope that's brought some awareness around triggers for you guys. If you'd like to delve deeper into any of yours, you can book a one-to-one deep dive call with me, which I'd highly recommend. I have the link to book them on my link tree in my Instagram bio or you can just send me a direct message. You can also inquire about working one-to-one with me through my Instagram bio and there is my It's Not Your Body Masterclass to buy for I think it's still 11.11 British pounds. Then the last thing is I do have a free masterclass coming soon around building self-worth which I think is the root cause to the standard of your life. I think the standard of your life directly correlates to your self-worth. So I hope this podcast episode has served you in some way. I have so many exciting guests coming on this week. So those episodes will be launching within the next couple of months. But as always, I'm sending you so much love. Drop into my Instagram with any questions, awarenesses you got from this episode. I'd be more than happy to have a chat with you. And I will speak to you guys in the next one.